do not adjust your settings. Take your hands off the keys. Your search is over. These are the geeks you're looking for. You found Geek Watch One with Kylan and Ken. This is going to be quite a ride. That's a bad outfit. I love you. Me too, man. Hit me, hit me, my turn. Am I the meanest? Am I the prettiest? Am I the baddest mofo low down around this town? Well, who am I? The Shogun of Harlem. For what lies ahead, ready are you. We're police officers. We're not trained to handle this kind of violence. Hey, Geeksters. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ken. And you found Geek Watch 1. Welcome back to Geek Watch 1 in the year 2020. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Roaring 20 so long ago. I know. <laughs> it's a whole new decade. Still Everybody, no it feels like we're going into the 30s. <laughs> yeah. Everything feels the same as last year. I know. It feels like it was 100 years ago if you think on it. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Not quite, but <laughs> no. there's a lot of people it that... It feels like it was a couple weeks ago. That's yeah. It feels like. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people drawing... Um, things on the 1920s compared to where we're going in now is like some stuff looks somewhat similar but then again that's history in general makes circles <laughs> honestly it would be nice if guys would dress like they did in the 20s or at least make an effort yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> you don't like their pants hanging around their ankles oh I, I don't like guys in sloppy clothes on a regular basis <laughs> I find it funny watching them try to run yeah yeah, yeah. That's why it makes it easy for the police to catch them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's been a couple of weeks. How are you guys doing? We've not even we've not even talked to you since we took a break. True. True. It's okay. been it's 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 been busy. Well, busy, restful. Busy and not busy, depending on the day. Yeah. <laughs> and where we are, what's going on, and how much food we've had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny, because I had the week, Christmas week, and then the beginning of New Year's week off. Mm-hmm. But Vicky had to work. Ah. So it's like, I've been doing a little things, putzing around here in the house where she's actually not got the time to relax. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did get to finish a video game, though. Mm-hmm. I never finish games. Because <laughs> I don't have time. Right. But I was able to actually finish Jedi Fallen Order. I thought it was an f- awesome game. I love the storyline. And anybody who's a fan of Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider style games and Star Wars, this is your game. <laughs> and you were confused on the trailer why you hear Vader. Yeah. So, um, but no, if you're a fan of Tomb Raider, even if you don't like Star Wars, try give this one a try. It's good stuff. There you go. Cool. So, um, we got we got <laughs> we got a, technically the beginning of a of a home arcade at this point because we not only now have the one up game that we bought, the Marvel one, but for Christmas, Kylan's mom gave us a countertop version of the one up Dig Dug. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, nice. So, now we have a couple of games set up. Now we officially Well, Kylan was saying you guys are building your game room. We are. Yeah, but we... I, I'm actually, by the end of the... Because this week is CES. So, we're waiting for the announcement of what 1UP is going to be producing this year. Because I'm hoping that they're going to finally announce the Burger Time cabinet. So, I was making room for Burger Time. <laughs> but then we got the bonus... Uh, Dig Dug, so... Yeah. The main one's not bad, actually. Like, it's a... It's not. It's larger than a tablet screen. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty good. It's like what you... If you... When you go into a bar and you see, like, the bar top video, it's the size of that. That would actually be a, um... 
a fun game to have just sitting around the house would be the... It has, um, it has Dig Dug and Dig Dug 2. So okay. Yeah. Well, like the bar ones, I know you can actually program other games in there. Right. I mean, they're all mobile-style games, yeah. like what you play on your phone, yeah. but... Yeah, um, actually, a buddy of mine, uh, well, he he has a growing obsession, like myself, uh, and a bit more space than I do for <laughs> games, and so he has, I think now, three of the cabinets? No, no, actually, no, because there was a deal. So he now has four of the cabinets, and he gave his wife the cocktail uh, Pac-Man. Oh, nice. And it, and it actually came with stools. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. See, that's a bonus. Yeah. Wait, is that one-up also? That's one-up also. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, one-up, and, and there's rumors. I don't know, because just mm. take with a grain of salt, but there's rumors that one-up is going to be producing a home version pinball machine. I don't know how that would work. Well, I've, I've seen... used to have small versions of I pinball I've seen small-sized pinball machines that have never really been impressed. No. Yeah. It doesn't. You don't get the because I don't know if it, it, well. Part of it is the weight size. of the ball. Yeah. The yeah. weight of the ball not, itself. You can't if you don't have a full size ball. Yeah. It doesn't react right. Well, right. So it'll. You what? downloaded um, Rescue Rangers. Yeah. I actually got a classic game. Um, Xbox was running a sale. I got the Disney Afternoon Collection <laughs> for um, five dollars, <laughs> and it had um, six games. It was um, the old Nintendo games from Capcom. Uh-huh. So it was um, Ducktales. Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, Darkwing, and then DuckTales 2 and Rescue Rangers 2. <laughs> nice. I have Darkwing. I have that on my, on my Nintendo as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have it on the Xbox now, so it was kind of fun. It's fun trying to figure out how the controls work <laughs> on it. Yeah. different controls, and I'm sitting there. It took forever. I'm like, oh, okay. She's trying to figure out how to get Scrooge to bounce on his cane. That's the whole, yeah. that happened, that's the whole point of DuckTales, was you had to bounce around on the cane. Right, because it was right. 30 years ago, and it was hard to figure out mm-hmm. how to move it. <laughs> So, that, no, that was fun. Yeah. But, um, no, we've had all kinds of stuff going on uh, since, I mean, we've, in a little bit we'll talk about um, all the stuff, because I know we've all, since we've had two weeks off, have seen all kinds of things. <coughs> Some of them we're going to get into more detail later on as in the next couple of weeks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we will have a Star Wars show coming, don't worry about that. We, we'll cover Mandalorian and Rise of Skywalker, and then whatever else is going on. We, we may end up into Clone Wars by then, I don't know. <laughs> Why not? But, um, it's been a bloody year so far. Yeah, we got that. Um, we all of us have been watching vampires this weekend. Yes, different forms of vampires. <laughs> so um, we still have. We are going to do a Watchmen show. Yes. Now that it's over and everybody's yes, had time to digest, that. we're talking to doing a Witcher show later this as we're going because you guys have to catch up on Witcher still. Yeah. Um, uh, what else was it we were talking to come? Uh, oh, Crisis. We've not talked oh, Crisis yeah. yet, but we will do a Crisis, crisis show. Crisis isn't over yet. That's right. <laughs> After Crisis, we will do a Crisis there's show. There's no point talking about it when there's only like two episodes left. <laughs> I just found out there's actually a... Um, they did a Walmart 100-page giant for Crisis on Infinite Earths mm-hmm. that has a um, one of the stories in it, because the Walmart Giants from DC has like four or five stories yeah. in it. Okay. One of the stories in there actually is, goes with this. It's a... Um, goes with the TV okay. show that's on now. The other ones are reprints from Crisis. Right. right. But it's actually something about multiple different Lex Luthers or something. But I heard an interview with Greg, or with, um, not Greg Berlani, but... Um, Fuggy? No, um, Guggenheim. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how um, they actually have two of these giants. One came out in December, one comes out uh, the, the week of Crisis in January. Okay. So I got to get those two just because there's two side stories that you don't need, mm-hmm. but it still fits along with it, just like all the tie-in comics when you get an event in comics. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I got to pick up that. So the, some of those we you can look forward to are coming up. But what else have you guys seen the, the, this week or this uh, couple of weeks? We well, we went some knives out. 
Yeah, Knives Out was good. That's kind of on my list. I think we're going to wait for it to come it's out. It's a pretty amazing movie. I was actually looking forward to it much more than I was looking forward to um, the Skywalker thing. It's getting a whole um, lot of um, good reviews. It's really good. Okay, it's good for a couple reasons. Because number one, it's a nice change of pace from all the action crap that we're seeing all the time. It, it quite literally makes you sit and think, and you have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also really well plotted for a mystery. It's got a, that Agatha Christie feel with a bit of more humor and stuff, but it's really mm-hmm. well plotted with a couple twists involved, even though by midway, it kind of gives itself away, but then by the end, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, now I so, remember that. Yeah, so it doesn't, it does and doesn't give itself away, because I've seen people say things about, yeah, but it gave everything away by the time you were at the midway point. You're like, no, it really didn't. Not really. If <laughs> you wait until you get to the end, it really didn't. Um, and it's got an amazing cast. Um, yeah, it's got kind of a who's who out there. It's got uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Don Johnson and Chris Evans and Daniel Craig and I mean, it's just and Daniel Craig with a Southern Louisiana accent yeah. is just something you have to experience. Yeah, he, well, he was in that movie with Adam Driver where they were um, criminals. Yeah, I forget that was another one where he played a Southerner. And it just and he does it so well. Like you for, totally forgive. At first, it kind of throws you off because yeah. you just expect British to come out of him. But it doesn't take long to get used to it, mm-hmm. and then it just kind of like you just see where he goes with it. Yeah, it's right. very, it's very cool. Uh, people would be amazed if they're not paying attention how many American actors are not American. How yeah, many yeah, Brit, how many Brits do a spot on American accent? You can never tell well, if they grow up ev- here. Everyone really believes that that um, what's his face that plays Superman is American. Henry Cavill. They yeah. believe that for how long? It's like, dude, he's British. Shut up. Well, right. what's his name? Um, <laughs> what's his name from um, Walking Dead? Um, Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln? Andrew yeah, Lincoln. yeah, Andrew Lincoln. Listen to him when he's not on the show. Well, I mean, some of us knew him from other shows before that. Yeah. So, um, and actually, the the one that plays Maggie on that show, she's also not American. Um, there's like half the cast of Walking Dead, basically. Yeah, British. Yeah. Um, Morgan but, yeah. is British. So it's it's kind of funny, but some of them some of them do accents better than others, and Daniel Craig. Really good at doing accents, mm-hmm. apparently. And also, it's different regions. Um, like, he does really good Southern. Yes, I wonder how yeah. he does with a Northern American the, but accent. But the thing is, though, the Louisiana accent is different than a Southern yeah. accent. Yeah. So, the fact that he pulled that one off was pretty impressive. Mark Addy. Because uh, Mark Addy was, had a comic. Uh, he had a, a sitcom, mm-hmm. and he had this really good Chicago accent. Yeah. And then then you go and you watch him, and I think... Pretty much anything else. Anything else, right? Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So... Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Knives Out was worth seeing, and plus, being that it, it's an, an independent movie, well, a more independent movie um, than than the major uh, studios, you get different trailers as well. So, which, which was nice. You're not getting the usual ones that you're getting for every single blockbuster. <coughs> mm-hmm. um, but we also had a lot of trailers. I think they knew it was popular, oh, so yeah. we had a lot of trailers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there were uh, some actually cool, some really cool trailers. I was kind of surprised on some of them that have come out over this. Holiday, but then again, all the holiday season, you get the first trailers for everything that's coming for the summer. You, mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. get the teasers, you get the beginning of that. So, um, so yeah, so we watched that, and we caught up on, you know, all the Disney Plus stuff, basically. Yeah, you know, watching either the ends of shows like Mandalorian or whatever, or getting through um, the Jeff Goldblum stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, we're caught up to everything but the one that came this week. I watched right. the one this week. Yeah, it was on, it was on coffee, so I had right. to get you to watch that. I started watching Letterkenny. Yes, Kylan finally started watching Letterkenny, but considering the eighth season just came out and I already got through that, so he finally got started on it because I told him about Jonathan Torrens being totally worth watching because he's 
he's he's he's he's an Amish dude, and um, he doesn't know what he's saying, and his name is Noah Dick. And um, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of wordplay. Okay, that's all. I'm so is he actually, on, or is he just playing an Amish kid? He plays an Amish guy. Okay. Okay. An Amish guy. Amish guy. Jonathan Torrance, Amish guy. Okay. Um, you'll you'll remember him as J Rock from Trailer Park Boys if you ever saw that. Um, so as an Amish guy, it's totally different. But uh, so yeah, so I'm glad Kylan's finally getting into Letterkenny. Right. Um, but yeah, we were just and Runaways. Oh, we caught up. Runaways. We're not all caught up on Runaways. We got. We're up to the last season. We're, we're finally up to the final season. How many seasons are there? Three. Three. Okay. The, the third season just came out in December, um, and that's the one that uh, Cloak and Dagger is showing up on. What side? Uh, what? Um, how big are the seasons for those ones? There is it like from like eight to ten episodes. Okay. Like one of them because that's one of the ones that um, we <laughs> want to see. We just haven't taken time to sit mm-hmm. down and do. Um, but we still have to catch up on all of the non-ABC Marvel TV shows. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, we have, we're have we not caught up on Cloak and Dagger or Runaways right. or Legion or... So you have to watch Cloak and... You have to watch Cloak and Dagger before getting to the third season of Runaways. Okay. The end of it gives you a clue that yeah. they're going to Luckily, we have so. Hulu, so we can watch them all. They're all on there. Exactly. And I don't think those are going to go anywhere since Disney owns Hulu. Right. Right. They're not, they're not going anywhere. Um, you get to watch them for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think what else. What other stuff did we watch? I can't think of all the other stuff we watched. Um, I did start Dracula. That just showed up on Netflix. Yeah, I heard about that coming. I forgot all about it until I saw it on Facebook. I'm like, oh it wait, was that on, was supposed to be coming. It, it hit BBC on New Year's Day, and because of their deal with Netflix, Netflix couldn't show it at the same time. So it just hit this weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's three episodes. Each episode's an hour and a half long, so they're like mini movies and. It's different. Don't go in expecting your traditional Dracula. Um, although, go in expecting the blood, because that's all there. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I like it. I like the way they've written it. I like the way... I like the way Dracula's portrayed. He's not as typical as some of the other portrayals. Yeah. And I like that. Well, that, um, that's, Dracula is such a great story that Bram Stoker is not the only one who's ever dealt with his character. Right. He was the most famous one. He, right. he, but he, it's he like the, it was a legend those, before that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a legend way back in the day. So I've I've enjoyed a lot of the different takes on Dracula. Um even well, what was takes NBC on vampires, not takes on well, Dracula. <laughs> but well no, look at um NBC was it um 5 7 years ago did a Dracula series that made like half a season. Right. Right. I thought it was a fun a good take on the char- on the way they did it. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So it's fun um seeing different versions of it. Right. And of um, course of course, I know you all know this. Doctor Who started on New Year's Day. We still have to see that. We've not seen any year. of the new Doctor. That... Um, and, oh my God, the big reveal. And it's in two parts. So part one of Spyfall, which is the episode name, was on New Year's Day. And part two is Sunday night. Um, major reveal of a classic villain has returned, and it's <laughs> fantastic. And uh, and and it's a, yet another, like, how the hell are they getting out of this one? And mm-hmm. Major, major villain and major monsters. Like, everything has shown up in this episode all of a sudden. Right. They always do that on their big, big premiere, especially it's their holiday fantastic. shows. It's fantastic. So, of course, this year they didn't have the Christmas show. Right. Uh, the Christmas uh, episode, which they often do. So, they, that's one of the reasons they went ahead and, like, yeah, new season, New Year's Day. So, um, completely worth it. And if you love Doctor Who, you're going to love it. And especially the trying to figure out how the hell they managed this reveal. Because... Mm-hmm doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> it will when they're done somehow. It will. It, but I'm hoping the, it gets explained in the second the part. The cool thing with Doctor Who, though, is it doesn't have to make sense right away because oh, they, no, no, they can create whatever they want to say this is the way it happened. They can't. Because it, if, to- if the solution makes no sense whatsoever, it's still Doctor Who. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. And this solution is going to have to do with, with time travel and regenerations. That's what it comes down to. Because... Mm-hmm. 
And, and Isn't one, everything in Doctor Who? No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. This specific one is, yeah. you know, a character was dead, flat out dead, absolutely dead. It has to do with time travel <laughs> yeah, and regeneration. Yeah, this person <laughs> was dead, dead, They're, like, yeah, so definitely dead. It'll be, in, I, I want them to, uh, Doctor Who does not tend to draw things out unless it's a season-long plot line, and this is not really a plot line. Um, after having an immediate feel like that. <laughs> yeah. It was before the end of the episode, boom. So they, they'll explain it, and uh, I'll be interested to see how they do it. Yeah. So um, that's a lot of what we've been <laughs> in terms of what we're watching. Well, we got, since most of the shows are on uh, hiatus, like, uh, we've caught up on. Um, we watched Nosferatu finally yesterday, and that one was fun because it was. Um, now, most people, if you didn't catch it on AMC, it's on Hulu now. Um, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Now, Zachary Quinto's character, I, I saw a lot of parallels to his Siler character, really. Oh, yeah. Because he's sucking, and, and he is a vampire, just not what you're expecting it to be. Because mm-hmm. he's not a blood-sucking vampire, he's more of a life-sucking vampire. Energy vampire. Yeah, yes. it's a totally different take on it, and I thought it was awesome. Um, there are, I know... He found the found youth. Yes, mm-hmm. he did. Um, and I know you being the Stephen King fan and stuff, and, and some of that stuff, you saw, I probably saw stuff all throughout Easter eggs and the whole thing. Well, the thing is, it's it's Joe Hill. It's not Stephen King. Yeah, I know. But so there, but there were only a couple of little things. It's because I well, mean, his work is separate from his dad. Yeah, Pennywise. Um, we saw in the map. Well, they Pennywise did have, they did have the, little, was in there. the little smartass Pennywise thing. Yeah, <laughs> with the that that um, the bar there was that supposed to be. I mean, I know those are all strong creatives, but are they saying that all the strong creatives are? Um, all the mythological creatures we ever heard are actually they know each other. Yeah, yeah. Because like Pennywise was there. <laughs> Who was the guy he was talking to? Was that? Supposed to be Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something? Um, I haven't seen the episode in a while. Oh, okay. Because so the one dude he's talking to is in like um, Carhartt overalls or something. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it in so, a while. So. And it's this dude from the Northeast, and I don't remember what the map looked like when they. But there's plenty of room for them to um, go all kinds of different directions with this mm-hmm. because of the way they did this. They could. And it could be all kinds of. Like I said, um, this takes place in Massachusetts, but. There's a map at the beginning that shows where all these different things are, mm-hmm. and there's a Lovecraft one down towards Rhode Island area. Yep. There's um, the Pennywise something rather up north towards Maine. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you can think all over the country, anything that's a horror or fantasy type things that have happened in America, they can put into this. Mm-hmm. They could children the corn. Yeah. They they could if they wanted to. Um, I don't know that it's going to go that much further. I know it's going at least two seasons because um, they're already still yeah. filming season two. They, they've got the second one. If you, like if you want the Stephen King stuff, you kind of have to go to Castle Rock. <clears throat> Yeah. Um, and watch that. I actually that's the other thing I guess I finished was was Castle Rock. Um, you got the end of the the Annie Wilkes plot line. She's the one that stars in Misery and is someone's biggest fan in it. Basically by the end of this season of Castle Rock, it brings out how she becomes that author's biggest fan. Okay. So it, that was satisfying that she finally came across that author. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so you know where it goes when Misery comes around. Um, so yeah. Cool, mm. but Nosferatu was was definitely and it was it was different enough from the book mm-hmm. that uh, it was worth watching. Okay, so. now I've not read any of his books, but I, I've only read one Stephen King. Is his writing style anything like his dad or at all? Or um, Joe Hill's a little different. He's got similar themes. Um, he tends not to go overboard with descriptions like his dad's. Okay. <laughs> like his his books tend not to be as huge as his dad's. Yeah. Um, but they're they're pretty similar. I mean, obviously, you know, he's been influenced his entire life, so it's not going to go too far. Yeah. 
But uh, but yeah, cool. he's he's. I think I like him more than Stephen King when it comes to his storytelling. Okay. Yeah. Well, we did see. Um, we were talking with Kylan because you haven't got a chance to see it yet. We got to see Six Underground, mm-hmm. which anybody who's a, um, a fan of the Fast and Furious style movies or the later ones, especially, this is your movie. <laughs> and it's basically Ryan Reynolds uh, leading a spy team, a, a, mercenary. Yeah, mercenaries, but. It's yeah. very similar, but they're totally off the books, run by themselves. Mm-hmm. So it is lots of cars, lots of explosions, lots of blood, <laughs> just fun stuff. It's Actually, in his blood now. Blood. It's in there his blood now. Blood. Mm-hmm. He just he wants yeah. he wants the car chases and the explosions because of both Deadpool and um, Hitman's bodyguard. That, that yes. got that got in his system. Hitman's are, bodyguard. Aren't they supposed to be working on a second one? Of they them? are working on a second one. When's that coming out? I don't know. I'm just saying they're working on it. I can't wait for that. <laughs> at this point, he's done. Uh, Ryan Reynolds has done enough stuff that he can basically make any movie he, he wants, and it's just, somebody will give him the money for it. Uh, Free Guy's coming out. Have you seen the trailer for Free Guy? Uh-huh. <laughs> coming oh. out this summer. I put it on our page this past week. Free Guy is Ryan Reynolds playing just an everyday dude, and then in the midst of the trailer, you find out he's basically an NPC in a video game. Okay. And keeps getting killed and punched and run over and all the stuff and decides he's had enough. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and he basically tries to fight back and then grabs these glasses off the guy that's trying to kill him. The dude dies and he puts the glasses on and suddenly sees all these stats and all these mission and all this stuff through the glasses and realizes he has to do this stuff now. <laughs> and it's, it's great. Watch the trailer. Free guy. Go watch the trailer. But I, I, will, I will say... Uh, not not that was not that was really iffy after seeing Deadpool, but it was like okay, it's, it's Deadpool, but how much of this is actually Ryan Reynolds and how much of it is a stunt double? But I will say after seeing him, see seeing his other stuff, this guy's been putting well, he's in the been work doing action since mm-hmm. way before Dead. Because remember Blade Three, he was doing all the. Well, I mean, yeah. he was still doing the comedy stuff in there, but he was it was an action yeah. role. Well, Blade, Blade 3 Blade uh, didn't have a lot of action no, no. no one wants to remember the Wolverine movie but he did do an action role in that <laughs> yeah he did a lot of buffing back and forth just poofing and punching that, that was his role in Wolverine but it was still an action role it was it, it was. was an action role he just he just didn't have a lot of action so that, yeah, right. that's what Kylan's saying I'm just saying you know, him he didn't do the action like, like whereas now you're starting to see him actually you're seeing him do the Keanu Reeves thing like yeah. he's actually doing the thing yeah. and I'm like it's Canadian action stars. What can I say? Yeah. <laughs> well, what it is is they're learning that um, well, a lot of start on Hey Dude. Something like that, probably. But um, a lot of the guys are learning that, um, that you make money doing these big budget, huge action movies. So you want to get in there because mm-hmm. then you can do these little little things that don't that there is no budget. So you can say, oh, well, I'm not going to worry about getting paid for this. Cause I'm getting paid for that. Right. Right. Like the Russo brothers. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, like the Russo brothers mm-hmm. with Cherry. They just did in Cleveland. They actually, I think, tacked it on to the backside of um, Avengers or something. So yeah. it's okay. We make this movie for you. You fund this little one. Mm-hmm. And they just add it right into the budget of the big movie, and right. they don't even notice it. They don't care. <laughs> so, have we watched anything else this big to catch up on? I mean, we've caught up on stuff here and there, time. but nothing huge, yeah. We really have not had time. So, But there's been a lot of stuff that came out over the you um, told, you holidays. You told how to play D&D. Yeah. New Year's Day, we actually... <laughs> I had a... Um, I have the fourth edition Dungeons and Dragons basic set, mm-hmm. which actually came with painted miniatures and actual tiles <laughs> for the dungeon and stuff. Right. So I was able to teach my nieces how to play. It was, oh, okay. uh, it was fun. I couldn't find any D20s. It was weird. The box was missing a D20, and all of my dice I had spin-down counters from Magic. Which are twenty sided die, but they're actually all in order all the way right, around. Right. Which rolls differently. 
My one niece, we got into a dungeon. They're, they're all first level, but they had two kobolds <laughs> with four hit points each that they had to kill. My niece, who's running an actual dwarf cleric, who is the fighter of the two because the only one's running a sorcerer, kept rolling fives and sixes on the on her hit rolls. The entire battle, the other one, the sorcerer had to take out the kobolds because she could not hit roll a hit. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, hilarious. Boy. It's like statistically impossible. She did not yeah. land one hit Jeez. in like seven rounds. That, that is a really skeleton. bad fighter. That, that's, a, that's like me when um, mm-hmm. the last time we yeah. were playing and I just had this run of epic ones. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then punching my dog. <laughs> yeah, you punched your dog. That's right. You aimed for the guy and you punched your dog. <laughs> yeah. So, but, um... We we had, actually, we, um... When we got back, just after Christmas, when we got... We were down in Columbus for Christmas, but when we got back, we, we found out... The one of our much beloved used bookstores was finally closing. Yes. They were finally retiring. They'd been talking about it for a while. They tried to sell the place a couple times, and things had fallen through. So they were finally doing it. They were just retiring. So we found out it was like that week. By the end of that week, they were doing it, and they had everything even more marked down. All the paperbacks twenty five cents, and all you get a bag of books for five bucks. So we were just like, we have to be able to make it in there. Mm-hmm. So on the Friday after Christmas, we went in. We came out with four bags of books. Um, so we spent 20 bucks and we probably got like almost 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, wow. So the book posse has a bunch of new books. And we have a too. bunch of books. And that is because one of the reasons is because February 1st, Saturday, February 1st is the reading festival yes. at the Akron library. So mm-hmm. we'll have a bunch of books. We'll mm-hmm. always have a bunch of books. But yes. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah. So we had to make sure to do that. Mm-hmm. But, so, um, anything else before we get into, um... Well, remember, um, check out geekwatch1.com. I know Christmas is over, but yeah. Tee Public is still running sales. You can still get run sales every couple of weeks, people. You can still get merch from the geekwatch1.com. No go there. Yes. Go to the, um, is it the merch page or what's the name on the tab? Swag page. The swag, swag. page. And you can get all, anything you want with Geekwatch1's logos on mm-hmm. it. If you need a tote bag, if you need a sticker, if you need a mug, a notebook, or a t-shirt, or a hoodie, they're all there. That's right. And also on our sponsors page and um, so elsewhere, if you watch around the website, I'm sure Dawn has it on multiple places. You can find our friend Charlie Murphy with Stray Dog and the Akron Pickle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlie loves the fact that we keep telling everybody to put a, his pickle in their mouth. And his coffee. You said his coffee yes. now. Yes. And he had his own drink. Oh, yeah, he, he has, has his own drink now. He does? Oh, yeah. He have soda. He's had soda for a while. Yeah, I didn't know. I I, I, I didn't know he had his own soda. Until yeah, they have straight dog soda. Yeah. And, and he's also opening another location, so check his page on Facebook. Um, he was Facebook. talking about that, yeah. Check yes. his page on Facebook because he had a help wanted there, so he, he needs help. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to train you at the main location at the library and um, and then move you out to, I think it's near the hospital, or further... Yeah, it's actually one of the office up. buildings, I believe, yeah. downtown that... Um, um, their lunch room or something. Whoever had it lost the contract. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's basically uh, taking it over. New location and yeah. time for job opportunities for anyone who wants to serve some food. That's right. And it's a day shift job, guys. It's not. Yeah. A, it's not like you're working nights and he weekends. He does not mm-hmm. stay open at night. No. 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 So, but check out Stray Dog Akron for all your um, catering and food and pickle needs. <laughs> uh, Stray Dog Akron anywhere on the internet. Google it. Go to Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. He's there. So after that, anything else before we get into some news? Because it's been a couple little while since we've had to miss Dawn's I've, news. I've, I have not. Okay, I did not collect a whole slew of news because you've caught up on it by now. Like <laughs> all the stuff before Christmas and into Christmas. Like no, I'm I'm not I'm not catching you up on all that because you've read about it already. <laughs> 
I say, I got a really quick one. This lady went out to go check on her pony and was shocked to find her neighbor's dog riding her pony. Okay. Facebook video. Uh, this is actually, there's video evidence here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the worst looks and they the sort of thing you can find on Facebook. Yeah. That's right. Um, so. Is a cougar eating your, eating your pony? I did, yeah. uh, I did basically collect a few of the, the bits and pieces because I know we're going to be talking about other movies in just a bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, a couple things that did happen over the past couple of weeks are some trailers for movies that are coming soon that you may be interested in. The first is for Gretel and Hansel. Yes, it's the wrong way around. Shut up, because that's the way they did it this time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she didn't make a mistake. Though. That's how it's, it's actually Gretel and Hansel. It actually comes out at the end of January. Um, so we're going to be talking about it again in a couple minutes. But it's basically a horror version of, of the tale that you think you know. Um, and it's it's very creepy looking. Which it reminded means- me of, um, what was that one from a few years ago? The Witch? Yeah. It reminded me of that in terms oh. of creepiness. So this may actually be closer to the original story. The actual original, yes. Yeah. Because the, uh, yeah, the original fairy tales for these that before <coughs> Brothers Grimm got them <laughs> was a lot darker. Well, it's like without, with all the fairy tales. Like, they all have darker endings than, than you know. Like, they're, yeah. They're, there's a reason something's called the Disney version. Um, this is not this is not like a bright colored gingerbread house. This is not, you know, this is not bright at all. If you watch the trailer, it's very dark. It's very dark. Um, but yeah, so there's Gretel and Hansel. We also got our first look at Quiet Place 2. This will be a great one. See, first of all, I just have to say, I love seeing Quiet Place in the movie theater because people shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. When you're watching a movie where there is no sound, people won't even eat their popcorn. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone in the theater was silent, and it's like one of the best movie experiences you can ever have. <laughs> no one talks. No one wants to cough. They won't eat their popcorn. Did they at least run, um, well, they, obviously there would be Foley sound, but did they have music running or anything? For no, the there's nothing. There's nothing that I'm, there are there are, there's some dialogue in the movie and stuff yeah. like stuff happens. And like no, you're going to hear fully of them walking and stuff like that. There's nothing because the whole point is you can't make any kind of sound or these creatures attack you. So it's you have to hear what they hear, and there are sometimes when you don't even hear like the little background noises like crickets etc. You don't even hear that because one of the characters is deaf and they they show it from her point of view sometimes so that it's even worse because. You don't hear a rustle when the creature is coming, you know that kind of thing. So, yes, they use is actually deaf. Too. Yeah, exactly. The, the actress is actually deaf. Um, so the first movie was great. So the Quiet Place Two, um, it is, uh, it is a sequel. You kind of get to see the very beginning, though. The trailer shows you, you get to see what happened on day one because in Quiet Place, it tells you what day number they're on as they go through and you don't start at day one in the first one so this one in the trailer it shows you day one what was happening as things were invading and and where the main characters we knew from the first movie were Mm -hmm. and so now that we're getting into the second one um you have the mom and the kids basically trying to survive again and coming across um a few other characters and trying to survive together and and that kind of thing so it looks just as good i think it does anyway (laughs) Um, but that's only been the first uh, teaser because I think it's it's not until the end of March, so yeah. there's going to be at least another trailer or something mm-hmm. for them. And the other main trailer that came out, uh, which is for the summer, is called Tenet. And it I didn't is, even know this was coming until I saw the trailer. It's the new Christopher Nolan movie. I, I'd heard about the Christopher Nolan movie coming. Yeah. I didn't know the name of it. I didn't know it had um, anything to do with science fiction or anything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I knew it, it was that. Um, so basically, if you liked... The look and feel of Inception. Yeah. 
you'll get into Tenet. And actually, the more I watch this trailer, because I've seen it a couple times, the more excited I get about it. Because it's kind of like possibly time travel, but possibly multiverse. And possibly, there's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot of time rewinding also. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's it's very and they don't, odd. And they don't mention that until you've seen it two or three times. You're like, wait a minute. Did that... Because there's the the first time I think I saw it in the trailer was the um, the freighter going through the water. And you also... Yeah. You look and it's like, wait a minute. That's going backwards. The waves are going the wrong way. Why is way? that going backwards? Yeah. And then, you know, then a couple scenes later, you get they start mentioning stuff. Like, and and they, okay, they go this into is this room, and the guy is like, what happened here? And the other guy's like, it hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, no. <laughs> so... Yeah. But it's like, with the first one, I thought it was like, did someone just slip and not pay attention and actually yeah. are running it backwards? So, <laughs> so it's going to be one of those mind things that uh, that's really going to mess people up a little bit, which mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a bit of news that we got um, from Disney Plus. They had a promo that came out, I think it was on New Year's Day, for uh, stuff that's coming in 2020, all the upcoming shows and that kind of thing. They have, uh, based on that promo, they revealed that WandaVision is now going to come out this year. Um, basically, all that was supposed to happen in 2020 was uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all the rest were 2021. Now, WandaVision is coming this year. But so. technically, that could be Christmas week. Well, yeah, and it's it could be. And it is this year. It, it, it'll be the end of this year. We know that because, you know, they've barely yeah. started doing filming and stuff. But. Yeah. Disney has to... I think Disney is actually looking at a um, possible problem. I mean, it's been all over. Everybody's seen this on Facebook. That after Mandalorian, there's a lot of people that are done with Disney for the moment. Yes. They, they actually they, had some cancellations they, after Mandalorian. It's like one of those... They finished. need to think about... They need to... Um, streamline and speed up something yeah. to get it because there's there are people who signed up for it for Marvel and Star Wars mm-hmm. and a lot of those people already have the movies right right so the movies are not going to keep them on Disney and they really don't care about the Disney movies yeah so it's like that was a, I think a large portion of the people that are on there mm-hmm. so it's like what do you do now I mean Star well, Wars guys will stick around at least through February to get Clone Wars well we know yeah. Disney doesn't need the money but, but no. whoever did the marketing for the past few months have really done bad. Why? What, on which one? Well, they, they lost out on Mandalorian merch. Oh, the merch for, yeah. For Christmas. Yeah, they, there was the, the thing is, they didn't want to give away mm-hmm. Baby yeah. Yoda. But they yeah. could have so, still send anything out, like a bunch of other stuff out, without Baby Yoda. You could well, have they, done there the was some Mandalorian yeah. merch ahead of time. There was just not Baby Yoda, and that's yeah. what everyone wanted as the merch. Right. Well, that that's, and Rise of Skywalker, there was zero... Oh, yeah, power. that was the thing. Hasbro... But Hasbro, for years, has been dropping the ball on Star Wars stuff. But yeah. it's right. both of them. It's like, not, people both. want Star Wars stuff, but if you go to Walmart, Target, where you're supposed to be getting the stuff, there's nothing there. But right. you go in, there's um, Frozen 2. All kinds 2. of Frozen 2 and things yeah. like that. Frozen 2 just exploded, and we're looking at... Well, see, that's the thing. Disney knows it gets its money from Frozen 2. Yeah. yeah. It's not concerned with Hasbro getting money. Right. You know? Yeah. Hasbro has the license if they want to use it. But isn't it... Didn't we look up the both of them, Hasbro and the other one? The, I think Hasbro was actually putting out the Frozen no, 2 stuff two, also, but... No, there's two of them that have... Um, oh, no, yeah. Do the merch for No, that was the one... Um, if you look at the um, Baby Yoda stuff that's coming... Mm-hmm. Mattel has a vinyl Baby Yoda doll summon coming. It's like, who at Hasbro was sleeping to let Mattel, Mattel get a license to do something like this? Right. Because <laughs> right. Mattel was their number one competitor for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait a minute, how are they able to put something out while Hasbro has it? And Disney has the plush Baby Yoda coming yeah. out that's on pre-order right. already. <laughs> and then all the, all the um, independent artists are like jumping on board. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. They're, they're making all kinds of money. They made all kinds of money this Christmas because there was nothing else out there. Exactly. Because right. I... Exactly. Sh- 
have done myself. Well, well you made a couple, you've not sold any, but you've done some paintings, yeah. I've, 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 I've done but that's the thing, games. like, and and with all with the cancellations, like Disney, they knew that was coming. Like yeah, they right. they knew people have signed up for specific reasons, and if someone has signed up monthly. That's why you offer monthly because mm-hmm. you can cancel and you can come back. They know mm-hmm. these people are going to come back when Marvel shows mm-hmm. up. Yeah. So it's not a huge deal for them. No. I mean, there are many I mean, they're, 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 the I mean, they're not. Do that with they, people will go. Will get they HBO do that with streaming go stuff all the or, time. Yeah. Streaming stuff. Now, once they get that series, but I mean, done. so many of the of the real fans signed up. When when they they offered that amazing deal for three years anyway, like yeah. yeah, we signed up for it's kind of like now, we're in there. It doesn't matter. Once we get into the fall and actually the machine starts kicking off right fully, we're not going to have this problem for next year because they'll have stuff going as you go yep. one at a time. Right. Exactly. So it's just a matter of it's like they uh, it's almost like they should have hurried up and got some of these other things in production before. Well, you know what? You, you have but there's not much you can do now. I mean, The thing is, there's a lot of stuff that they haven't even announced. I and they yeah, will. They announce it a bit at a time. They'll announce it a yeah. bit at yeah. a time. You know, maybe in May, all of a sudden we find out, boom, and then all of a sudden people are oh, then there's this rush to get the, <laughs> rest of yeah. the next thing. Well, that's the thing. I, with Disney Plus, with the stuff we've that they have announced and stuff that they haven't really, because we, we watch the rumors and stuff, mm-hmm. they're not going to have a surprise drop like Netflix does that every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, what was it? The Super Bowl last year, they announced... Um, Oh, what movie? There was a movie that well, dropped a couple, right couple after years the Super ago. Bowl. They did Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it dropped like one. right after the Super Bowl. Yeah. They announced right. it during the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. Disney Plus doesn't have anything in the pipeline ready to go like that. that no, as far as we can Disney tell. Plus right. I mean, if that. they do, they've done really good keeping no, it quiet. No, Disney. <laughs> that's not Disney's way of doing no, things. No, no, that is not the way. Um, they they would rather plan and give you little clues and promote stuff and get you excited about yeah. it and then mm-hmm. drop it. They're not just going to... Some of that is also, I think, the size of the corporation compared to what Netflix mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Netflix relies on like viral marketing and stuff like yeah. that because they're not that big of a company, really. Exactly. Right. I mean, they're a, they're a good-sized company, but when you're talking about something like the mega giant like Disney mm-hmm. that actually is a worldwide, like, top right. five of the world company. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, you know, every single month Disney Plus is adding more content anyways yeah. as other licenses expire and as stuff gets upgraded and all that Although kind I'm of thing. excited because this weekend we get um, Aladdin. I can finally watch the live-action Aladdin. There you go. Right. <laughs> And they did, as of January 1st, they did add Cool Runnings, by the way. So Yes. And Red Tails. That's the other one we watched. I actually finally got a chance to watch Red Tails. Tails it was amazing, I thought. Yep. You watched, yeah. I made you watch Newsies. I was shocked you Yeah, I did watch that. Newsies for the first time, so. Newsies is okay. Yeah. Well, he likes the musicals and that stuff. I'm mm-hmm. shocked he's never watched it. Yeah, I grew up in yeah, choir and everything else, so I thought, and a bunch of people I knew when I was in high school watched it. I just you never took a chance to do it. You did the yeah. school musicals. I was shocked. And, uh, okay, so going back to, to our talk about Ryan Reynolds earlier. Was good stuff. He had a Christmas Eve interview on the Kathy Lee show, Ryan and Kathy Lee. Um, okay. They, they, did a, they do a Christmas Eve show where they basically show up in pajamas, and so he showed up in that infamous Christmas sweater he wears that that's red and green and has a big gold bow on it. Yeah. The, the one that Hugh Jackman convinced him to wear. Yeah. Um, that's his favorite sweater at Christmas, so he wears it now. So he showed up in that and they were talking about a bit of everything. Um but one thing they did ask about was Deadpool. And he did announce that uh, it is in the works at Marvel Studios with quote the whole team. Mm-hmm. Didn't say anything about rating. Doesn't matter at this point, but it is in the works. They're, but, well, they, and he says they've got they've got a pretty solid script already. So. But didn't Feige say that uh, if Deadpool was R with Fox, it will stay it'll stay R with Marvel? Well, the thing is, really, we said this when the movies were out. Those Deadpool movies, you could would change the language, 
and one or two other slight adjustments, you could get a hard PG-13. But you're going to lose the... I, but, you will lose... Because you know what? They did that with the Expendables, and it ruined... It, and actually, a lot of the fans didn't care to see If you three. pay attention to Deadpool, there's not a lot of that language in it. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. It's the blood and violence that gets at the R rating. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the part that they have to look at. And considering some of the... But they they get hard PG 13s on some of the Marvel stuff at this point. They yeah, do. So, they may be able to pull a PG thirteen and but I don't, not I don't change see, much. I don't see why they should bother trying to not make it R. The only thing I could see that would do it would be Disney pushing for it, saying, "Hey, we really don't want." But Disney doesn't touch Marvel. No, it really Marvel, doesn't. they haven't yet. It, they no, won't. It doesn't. They won't because they they, that's part of the deal. Brothers. They're like, yeah. we yeah. are. Yeah, they no. D- Disney's not going to mess with what Marvel knows that it's doing. So yeah. Um, so that's what we got. We got we got confirmation on that. Um, and then I have a bit of uh, news from Netflix because it was a couple of interesting things I discovered. They have um, they're creating a series on America's most notorious haunted places. It has yet to receive a title, but it's supposed to be a gritty and meticulous study of some of these most notorious haunted locations throughout the U.S. It's a documentary series coming from Joe Berlinger. He's the one who has worked on the Netflix shows um, Conversations with a Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes, and Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile. So he has experience doing documentary-style shows as well as ones that are slight fictionalized versions of... Of real stories. Okay. I think this was the audition part, and I did um, like a year and a half ago. We audition. We put in for for doing a show like this. Okay. It's actually, I think um, Heather sent it to us. Okay. But that's doing tales. Okay. Because there's there's a lot of we get a lot of those all the time from our uh, our paranormal group with their like travel channel and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, but see, this is this is is looking for like the the truth behind the stories. It's not looking for groups talking about it and yeah. stuff. So um, Damn, there's no more interest. of a history. It's more of a history documentary. Yeah. No interest making all pots and pans. Um Yeah. And then the other thing that is uh coming to Netflix at the end of this month, it's a new hero show uh called Ragnarok. It's an original six part Scandinavian drama. And Netflix describes it as being it's a small town, a small Norwegian town experiencing warm winters and violent downpours. Seems to be headed for another Ragnarok unless someone intervenes in time. And if they've got a couple of teaser trailers out there, and the main character Magna, he's basically not like all the other kids in town and has this odd strength, and he might just be a god. Okay. So it, it essentially focuses on the the, the Norwegian. Gods is, yeah. is what they're looking at. Is that it's not really a superhero series; it's more of like a god series. Right. Um, it is subtitled. I was saying it's probably uh, yeah, <laughs> which means it's probably good because a lot of their subtitled shows are really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just six parts. January thirty first is when it hit. I don't know if it hits all at once. It probably will. But uh, that's, that's one thing with Netflix; they've been they've picked up a lot of stuff from around the world. So. Mm-hmm. It, that's uh, my boss at work. I uh, had a problem with. It. He's like, dude, every time I see something that looks really good, I gotta read subtitles. <laughs> oh, heaven forbid you have to read. Well, yeah, but um, <laughs> someone like me or others that um, have either dyslexia or that don't read as fast as other people, right? It could pause. be a problem. <laughs> Hit pause. That's all. Yeah, but that ruins the show having to pause every thirty <laughs> it's seconds hard for you to read. If you that and also action. paying attention while you're going. Mm-hmm. Right. Trying to pay attention to the show and read at the same well, time then- sometimes is a problem. Yeah, that, that's the problem with modern societies, paying attention in yeah. general. So, <laughs> get working on that, people. Calm down. I can't things. do anything else if I'm watching subtitles. Yeah, exactly. I have to read subtitles. You actually have to pay attention to the show. 
That's the point. Anything done? Dark is Dark is a great show for that. Dark is um, I think it was German. It was Dark or German? German. Yeah, I haven't caught the second season yet, but I watched the first season. That's that's kind of horror ish, but time travel ish, and it's yeah. Really I've seen good. the trailers and stuff for it. Really good. Um, that's the news I have because, like I said, you guys have had a couple weeks to catch up on your yeah. stuff. <laughs> Although there was one trailer that um, normally it's not a geek trailer, but I thought it was fun. Was um, did you guys see the? Well, I know you've seen it, the Top Gun trailer. Yeah, I don't like did Tom Cruise, the so I ignored it. Well, did you see the featurette about how they're doing the movie? They actually yes. are filming in the cockpits of actual fighters. Yeah, right. that that thing they waste your time with before trailers are <laughs> the movie yeah. now. Yeah, it's a, it's a great concept. I think that way you actually they're getting the real reactions of what these guys would be looking like if well, they're of course, the thing is, are puking. they've been they've been filming in cockpits for a long time. This is the first time they've put six IMAX cameras well. in cockpits. There's a difference with the technology. They've they've been able to do cameras, but yeah. not to such an extent and to such better technology that they have. So this was going to look cool, and it, just to, Tom Cruise usually reads the script pretty well before he says okay on something. This so was his, oh, yeah. I think this was yeah, his he, baby. I, I mean, he personally wrote he's this. He's wanted one. the Top Gun sequel for a long time anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think that he was going to do it. But then again, maybe because he's out as Jack Reacher, he, he needs to have another... <laughs> he's, he's got that Mission Impossible money now. Yeah, he's got Well, if you they notice, get, a lot of them older, they're getting the ones from the 80s, are trying to do their sequels before they... Mm-hmm. Yeah, get it done now before well, you have to... Well, it's kind of like, um, if this does well... You can see it as a passing of the torch kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the, in the next one, if it does well enough, in the next one, it'll be these quote unquote kids who are in this one. Right. Leading the way, and he'll maybe be an instructor. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. He'll maybe show up in the classroom. If this if this one doesn't kill him off at the end, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. True. I was going to say, they may find him in the goal F- somewhere. Fingers crossed, there's an explosion and he dies. So. <laughs> that's I don't what I think hope, so. That's that what I hope of all Tom Cruise movies, but that's just me. <laughs> So, but talking movies, um, that was the trailer, but we got to actually talk about what movies are coming in this next three months, which there's not a whole, there's a couple of big ones, but there, it's not a whole bunch. We it's always, not what we're expecting we always usually. get this, we always get this, that the first quarter, especially January, February. Yeah, the first and is, third quarters are usually of, slow. It's kind of light, uh, especially January, because they know people are not, okay, pe- people are broke from Christmas, basically, and aren't going to movies. Yeah. Um... And, you know, kids are getting back to school and that kind of thing. So, um, so January is usually really light. Yeah. Um, although but, they, they have a couple good ones coming out this yeah. month. Well, they right. did start off, um, for our horror fans, the first, it was already last weekend, was they put out the remake of the remake of the remake of The Grudge. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't... This even, is, what, the second restart I, for I America? I didn't even put this on my list. <laughs> well, we have a lot of horror fans out there, so... I know, I only put a couple horrors on the list, but... No, um, mostly I didn't put it on my list because it just looks yeah. horrible. <laughs> then uh, moving to January 10th. Uh, now, this is not one of our normals, but the war movie 1917 looked interesting. Yeah, it's a war movie, so I don't think yeah. so. But yeah. kind of So it's a World War One war movie, so. Uh, also on the 10th, though, we have Underwater. Yes, that was my next one on the um, list, too. Which, if you can stand to see Kristen Stewart on, on screen... Um, it's basically, a, you know, underwater research, blah, 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 but then there's something there. So it's, something. It's Leviathan, Abyss, all those. Jaws. I don't know. There's something. Get you scared to go under the water again. That's but, right. But they're in, you know, so they're they're in like a they're in like a, a submarine or they have a subterranean laboratory that they have to escape. 
So, of course, it's the whole fear of someone's going to pop a hole in something and we're all going to drown. Right. And it's then, a space movie underwater. And then, oh my god, we're going to get eaten by something. And then, yeah, so it's that. But <laughs> that's one thing about these movies that are like on the ocean floor and stuff that it does pull a, good, a decent fear factor and thrill yeah. of this could add, because even in it's weird because underwater seems almost scarier than in space, even though it's a very similar environment other than one's crushed and one explodes. Well, no, but, no, it's because. Every single person that watches it has experience with water. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you have what you you've choked on drinking a glass of water. Okay, right. so yeah. <laughs> whether whether you've had a drowning experience or not, you've had experience with water. You understand the concept of water. A lot of people understand the fear of water. This is why being in an underwater environment mm-hmm. is scarier than space because. For the most part, there's a very fine percentage of people who understand space. And when you're writing, it's the same story. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's just the, the environment makes it so totally different. Right. Right. So, um, but that one looks like it could be fun. Um, then, is that all you have for the 10th? That's all I have for the 10th. You go to the 17th, um, one that we're just going to touch on, but Bad Boys is back. Yeah. Will Smith and Mark see, Lawrence are back Kyla together. I wants to see it, so I that's why I put that on my list. Their movies have been fun so far, so... it's Again, this is them coming back to conclude the series. Yep. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, there, and there's, quote, kids in it so right. that they can pass the torch if they want to do another one. Well, the, the spinoff is actually good. I'm enjoying that. Uh, L.A.'s Finest. Okay. Right. Um, oh, that series, yeah. Yeah, the one with his uh, sister. And uh, so that's... And I'm enjoying that, so I'm kind of glad to... I'm, I'm curious to see them... How they're going to go out with this one? Yeah, I don't think that anybody's going to die. But I could be wrong. <laughs> Martin, no. Martin Lawrence, maybe his, you know, maybe his career is dead anyway. It's yeah. been dead for years. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but so, um, um, but we also have one that I know I'm looking forward to. Do yeah. little. Mm-hmm. This one I didn't um, until the trailer started dropping. I'd forgot they were even doing this. Ah, okay. But the cool thing, this looks like they're actually. <clears throat> Dr. Doolittle, though, we've had plenty of movies of Dr. Doolittle in the last 20 years <laughs> with Eddie Murphy and other ones mm-hmm. doing it, but those were like almost modern. T- this looks like it's actually based on the original book. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. Um, now, I have to admit, I love the original movie. Um, I don't, when I was a kid, seeing it the first time, seeing him ride this purple snail thing, I just, I loved the original movie um, and the songs in it and stuff. And, um, so seeing the Eddie Murphy version even really didn't do it for me. It was okay. Yeah. It was kind of funny. Well, they, that one they took the concept of Doctor Doolittle yeah. and put it in a modern environment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this one, like you said, it, it looks like it goes back to the original. Definitely a Victorian setting sort of thing. Which, which it hits all of us really which well anyway. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. has done with Sherlock as it is. So yeah. mm-hmm. he he fits. He knows the part. And the voice cast they have is pretty freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. There's a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, I heard about, I heard some of the voices. And it's funny. It, just watch. There, there's actually a couple of, not quite trailers, but like um, Robert Downey Jr. talking to the animals, like a behind the scenes thing. Okay. With some of the animals. And there's one where the squirrel, the squirrel's name's Kevin, by the way, um, <laughs> where the, the squirrel does a, a, a scene from Scarface. <laughs> It's so good. Okay. It's so wrong. And so, and he says hello to my little friend, and he's got a mouse in his hand. <laughs> it's so good. But Kevin is voiced by Craig Robinson. So this is the other See, thing you have I, to know. I, 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 will, I love Kyle loves Craig, Craig Robinson. Robinson. So everything Craig Robinson does, I'm just yeah, yeah. 
But um, but yeah, so it's a it's a great cast, and it's yeah, it's a fantasy movie. It's fun. Don't don't go in expecting fantastic cinema. It's just gonna be fun. That's right. And Doolittle has a great little story behind it anyway. So yeah, and that's gonna be the big week for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a third one that week that if anybody's interested, it's a sci-fi comedy sort of called The Wave. Did you read up anything on this? I saw that and I'm like, yeah, it didn't really sound. Yeah, like it's uh, about hallucinating, and it's got um, Justin Long is the guy in uh, running it. It says Frank's an opt- opportunistic insurance lawyer uh, thinks he's in for a time of his life when he goes out on the town to celebrate an upcoming promotion with his co-worker Jeff uh, by the and it looks like it's a um, party night gone wrong with hallucinations hallucinogens well, see, and ping pong that's why I didn't consider it geek because yeah. it's not really sci-fi because it's just druggy so it's just a druggy movie mm-hmm. uh, well <laughs> it, and it looks like yeah because the, the way this but, looks like it's described it's um, the whole night goes back and forth between reality and fantasy and because it's because of the yeah, fantasy of the so that's why I didn't so. really kind of put it in there the, okay. the, actually the other one I found for that week um, which you'll have to look at your small independent theaters for it's called weathering with you it's an anime about a teen boy who runs away to Tokyo befriends a girl who appears to be able to manipulate the weather Okay. So it was an anime. Sounds that like I found. a um, Ghibli style movie. It, it's Ghibli style. It's not Ghibli, but it's a Ghibli, definitely looks. Although they Ghibli are style. working on two new movies. Yeah, but uh, so yeah. that's the seventeenth that it comes out, which may hit much later elsewhere because sometimes the independent theaters yeah. hit much later. Um, the next mo- next week seems like more of a Kylan one. Also on the twenty fourth with the gentleman. I just mentioned it because of the name power in this movie. <laughs> Everybody yes. is in this movie. Guy Ritchie is directing it. Yes. You got McConaughey, you got Charlie Hunnam, you got everybody in the world is in this yeah, movie. Yeah, I kind of want to see that. <laughs> there's a couple other things that week, though. Um, there's one called The Turning, which is a modern take on yeah, I've seen Henry a lot James of trailers Turn of the Screw. Um, the Screw oh, is that what that is? It, yeah. Okay. Of course. <laughs> if you obviously haven't read Turn of the Screw, um, <laughs> it's... This is this is a way back like Victorian Gothic style story. It's a novella, so it's really short. But um, it's one of those things where the questions are not answered, and there's no real conclusion and explanation as to what's going on. So don't expect any questions answered in this movie. But it's creepy, and that's the whole point. <laughs> Turn of the Screw is a creepy movie, um, looking after some kids and all that kind of stuff in an old house. Uh, then we have a Lovecraftian one called Color Out of Space. Yeah, it's weird. The IMDb's actual website doesn't have that on here, but the... Um, it actually does because I found it on IMDb. It. That's weird. Yep. The mobile site had it. It depends if you go to coming attractions or the release dates. Okay. I, 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 always, use, I always use both of those because yeah. it'll list it there. Um, but Color Out of Space is with Nicolas Cage. So I've read that one. It's, it's already going to be crazy. Um, basically, a, a town is struck by a meteorite and... Uh, all hell breaks loose. Almost, yes. Almost literally, basically. It's Lovecraft. What are you going to expect? I mean, really. Mm-hmm. Um, watch the trailer. It's trippy enough. Um, but yeah, so that'll be January 24th. And that might be another small release one as well. You might have to find it in independent theaters. I mean, it is Nick Cage, but it's not exactly getting widespread uh, media attention or anything, considering it's only a couple weeks away. So yeah. uh, you might have to go looking for that. And... Then on the 31st, we have Gretel and Hansel, which I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it's it's not for your kids, unless that's, you know, your kids are those type of kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> unless you really want to scare your kids about talking to strangers. Then you go see Gretel and Hansel. Um, but yeah, it's witches, it's kidnapping, it's cooking children, something, I don't know. 
the, the good stuff, you know, the fun stories. Um, that's what you can see. And, and again, that'll be another one that's probably independent theaters and, and small release. Yeah. Luckily, we've got an independent theater here in Akron. Yeah, we can see, see we're some lucky enough to get these things. Um, in our region, we've got a few independent theaters mm-hmm. that we can catch these if we want. True. Uh, then we have February 7th. Which is Birds of Prey and the Fabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, which I'm no. still saying, why is Harley Fantabulous. Not fabulous. Oh, okay. Fantabulous. <laughs> I'm going to see this because I'm a DC fan, but it is, I'm still thinking, why is Harley And that's Harley not a good excuse. <laughs> well, I apologize. You may have to go by yourself. Yeah. Well, why is Harley Quinn in this movie? I yeah, mean, it's exactly. all, I think what it is is Warner Brothers, not DC, yeah. did not think that uh, uh, Birds of Prey would actually sell a movie. Well, they, there was enough call for people wanting a Harley movie. It's been and, and so after after Suicide... I mean, the only reason that she's in Suicide Squad is because it's Harley and she's a yeah. popular character. So because of that, they're just like, okay, Harley needs another movie. And that's why we're getting them basically messing up Birds of Prey yeah. by putting Harley Quinn... Because if you watch the trailer, it's basically a Harley Quinn trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a Harley Quinn movie. Oh, I looked. The pop the pop vinyl has six figures coming. Three of them are Harley. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was actually, a while ago, I was excited when they said they were going to do a Birds of Prey movie. Because I like Birds of Prey. I even like the old TV, st- TV mm-hmm. series. I love that. Because we didn't have much else on at the time. Yeah. Um, but, um, so I was excited about that because I've always loved Huntress. I like she's one of my favorites and that. And then when this started happening. Yeah. Well, the, guess the, what I'm not going to see. The plus in this, though, is... Black Canary, Huntress are both in this. There's a character, Orphan, if you know the Batman family books. She's in this. The only one that's missing, really, from Birds of Prey that, for this was Barbara Gordon, which I'm hoping that she is going to slide in there somewhere. They're yeah, just maybe they just secret, haven't shown it. But yeah. I don't think so. Because Barbara Gordon as Batgirl or Oracle have both been in Birds of Prey. Well, and the other thing is, if they come up with a Barbara Gordon, they're going to need the actress that they can keep if they want to do Batgirl at well, any Well, they're point. supposed to be working... On, so um, in extreme pre-production on yes. a Batgirl series, and that's just it. If they would have had to have wanted to cast someone because everyone knows that DC has screwed up royally over the past few years with casting and miscasting and recasting. So <laughs> they're trying to keep it on the level now. Just like we've been saying, I've been saying for a long time about Lucasfilm, they needed a Kevin Feige person in that role. Yep. Mm-hmm. DC's picture movies needs that because mm-hmm. right now the studio heads are running the company, yep. and we've seen mm-hmm. that. So, they need someone strong that'll get in there and say, no, this is the way it has to be done. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, um, but that is coming. <laughs> so, so February 7th, that's about all you have because no one else wants to release something that week. Yeah. Well, that's because <laughs> they realize that whether we want to see it or not, this is going to be a big movie. Yeah. For that time. It is. It will. Because, I mean, there's not much else going on yeah. in February anyway. Um, so. The next one has two decent, two big ones, well, one big one and one that'll, I think, get some money too. Um, is we Sonic the Hedgehog finally that one's going to hit seem decent, February fourteenth because I've not seen the second trailer but I guess the second trailer fixed a lot of the problems from I've, the first trailer I've seen images <laughs> of the character from the second trailer they totally reworked the entire it actually looked like Sonic now yeah so that's good um, I'm not going to go see it but <laughs> I've never been a huge Sonic fan I've never played the game I've seen I've never watched the cartoon Wait, I, I have it at home I'm now. not saying we don't have it I'm saying I've never played it <laughs> I'm not that good at it. This is one that pretty much everyone I could think of would probably wait till streaming. 
Yeah. Yeah. This is, I mean. So, I think it's going to do decent. It's, I don't honestly, think it's going to beat Birds kids, of Prey. Kids are going to go see it. So, yeah. that's the whole point. This is a kids movie. Well, Birds of Prey is not going to get the kid audience, the family audience. Because so, actually, they've already announced it's got an R rating. Sonic is getting the family audience yeah. the following week. So, that's and all the, the other one for you that Sonic week. Sonic has an R rating? No. <laughs> Birds of Prey has an R rating. Sonic Dude, has an R rating. Awesome. Yeah. We do get. Well, no, no. If Sonic actually could like be throwing his, um, like. Using the rings and throwing them like chakra? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we do get Fantasy Island also. Yeah, another horror. Yeah, it's interesting. They took the concept of Fantasy On Island and made it Valentine's full Day, we get a horror version of Fantasy Island. Now, if you've watched the, the, the show, whether it was the original or the remake, you know it wasn't always shiny, happy stuff. No. Like, yeah. something always went wrong with a fantasy. And especially the remake they did... Yes. Um, back in the, was it the nineties? Uh, yeah, that no, one it was, came uh, out. Malcolm. Um, Malcolm McDowell. Yes. That one was dark. Like it was already dark, but it was like creepy dark, and it was like you've made some bad decisions, and everything's going to go wrong. Kind of dark. Um, this has taken that five steps further <laughs> and made it full on horror show. Nothing will go right in any of your fantasies, and it's all about revenge. So. It's a great date movie, I guess. <laughs> I don't know where else to go with that. Yeah. Well, it is, it is the same concept as the original. It is. It is. So. Yeah, it's just the, the horror side of things. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. going to be interesting to see. Dark fantasy. So, um, but. Me... On the 21st, we have a couple of ones that'll probably, again, be um, independent theaters or smaller releases, uh, even though they have, you know, cast behind them. Uh, we have Call of the Wild, a new version of that with yes. Harrison Ford, which actually looks pretty decent. That one looks awesome. I know. Um, I told Vicky we're, I'm gonna we'll probably go see that one because I know she lo- really likes that story. Mm-hmm. It is a good story, and so, it's been a long time since they've done one. Is this true or not? Um, is Bloodshot supposed to be coming out that week? No. When is Bloodshot? That's in March. Okay, because we'll this one has it as like I said, got to go for two lists. Yeah, um, <laughs> you got to go on the main profile page to see where it is. Um, <sighs> But no, we have, um, it's been a while since they've done Call of the Wild in any form. And interestingly, Disney Plus just came out with a, um, based on fact movie called called Togo Togo. with Willem Dafoe, which has similar, similar themes to it. But of course, Call of the Wild is a fiction, but, um, but yeah, so that's coming out. And also that weekend we have Emma, a new version of that classic story. Um, so if you like... You know, the the Victorian banter and wittiness and humor, that's the sort of thing you'll want to see. But, so, February 21st is not a big deal. Yeah, I've never heard of Emma, but I see here it's actually a Jane Austen novel. You've never heard of Emma. Is this the type of book I would have been reading? Well, no, but most people alive today have heard of it. I've never heard of Emma. I've seen at least, I know, I've seen the original. And there are four or five movie versions already. Okay. Wasn't Emma Thompson one of them that did? I think Emma Thompson did a version of it when she was younger, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, unless you got something else, it's Not on, on the 21st, February 28th, 28th, which we get The Invisible Man. Another extreme horror version. Yeah. Um, it's actually, this version of Invisible Man is not the traditional story. No. Um, at all, if you watch the trailer. Um, but it is, it is the usual, you know, something goes wrong and he's invisible. You get that. Um, and of course, being invisible, he's going crazy. Now, this is Universal Studios, which has the. Mm-hmm. And this is it a is, classic. Mar- I'm I wondering, think this is their version this also, of the monster. Was them trying? Was this them also still trying to put it into their? Because they want that Universal monster they universe. They do. They want their dark universe 
And is this them trying to keep it going? I think this is them having put it into production and realized that universe isn't going to happen, but they still have to make the movie. Yeah. I think that's what Which this is. Which may be a good movie, as long as they're not trying to tie it, it into the rest. It actually looks half decent. Okay. Like, the trailer looks definitely like a thriller. Um, it's, it's horror just in the fact that Invisible Man becomes monster sort of yeah. thing, really. But it's, um, it's about obsession more than anything, and it's essentially um, this guy that, that this woman was trying to get away from he ends up dead. He's not really dead. He's invisible. And he's stalking her. <laughs> and, and like, making her... Basically gaslighting her as he's stalking her as he's invisible. He's making her think she's going crazy and no one believes that these things are happening to her. And so she is kind of slowly going crazy and has to find someone who believes her and then they have to figure out how to actually find out where the hell he is yeah. and do something about it. So, um, but it's, Just keep it, a bag full of flour with you and keep throwing it out there. <laughs> Eventually it'll land on him. Flour all over the place. Um, so yeah, there so there's go. that. And there, we also have... Uh, there, there's a lot of like remakes or different versions of, of, of tales coming out in the first quarter. Uh, we also have Wendy, which is okay. essentially Peter Pan told from the point of view of Wendy. Oh, that's interesting. Um, it's, uh... I almost passed right past that one. It's, it's her, uh, it's basically her living in Neverland with the Lost Boys. And they're not really calling it those things, because, of course, she wouldn't have called them that. Um, but it's her living there that, trying and if to... you do all the, if you use all those, you have to start paying copyrights <laughs> and licensing. And <laughs> well, not, not really, because it's an it old somewhere. story. Yeah, it's but... a really old story. Hmm. It depends if you, how much you're, if you're not taking off from yeah. the Disney version of anything... This was stuff that was... It was called these names in the J.M. Barry book, so... Um, and those are over 100 years old, so exactly, it's out of copyright. Yeah, you don't have a problem with it. But, um... So it's her, basically, trying to survive on this island and take care of the boys, and, um... I don't know how far they get into any kind of villainy, but, uh... It looks like an interesting little... Little version. Yeah. Again, So is this a, um... Movie that's, uh... Aimed more towards kids or adults, or... I couldn't tell. Because usually really Peter Pan is tell. aimed more towards family. It's... It, it could... It's... It's definitely not... It's not a dark movie. It's not a violent movie. Yeah. It's... It's a little more of a drama, so it's likely that, you know, you're getting maybe ten and up kind of kids, not... Not kid kids. Like, yeah. I don't think there's gonna... But I really is, doubt there's gonna be, like, a Tinkerbell sort of thing involved yeah. and that kind of thing. But there is a, um, very large part of the movie going audience that fits more in your, um, not tween, but, um, like, young adult area. Yeah. Where the, a lot of the adults love this stuff. Yeah. Um, like, the movie Bridge of Terabithia mm-hmm. was, a, I thought, a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. When, and, well, I loved the book growing up, mm-hmm. so... But stuff like that where... Yeah. Adults are loving it, but the kids are loving it too. Yeah, this is so. it'll, it'll be a good family movie, and it'll be interesting to see the take cool. on it. But yeah, yeah, stuff so it's family, but not traditionally what you'd expect as a yeah. family movie. A little more of a drama, and not yeah. so, not not the silliness, I guess. But uh, then we get into March. Yeah, I don't, I'm not seeing anything else for February. Yep. <laughs> and February has 29 days this year, people. So yes. there's nothing else. <laughs> yeah, the extra day did not add any extra <laughs> didn't movies. Add anything good. <laughs> so, um, and we start with Disney. Right off the top, March Disney 6th. and Pixar with Onward. Onward. That one, I saw the trailer for it. It looks kind of interesting because it is a fantasy movie. But it is. Many of theirs are. It's, but... it's a flat out fantasy. I mean, we're yeah. talking like um, basically elves and, and fairies and all kinds In the of modern things like world. that. And magic. And it, it's, it's modern 
modern times, but their own world. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not. It's not set in our world. Uh, it is animated. Completely. It's Pixar, so it's completely animated. Uh, the voices are Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, among others. So those are the two. Those yeah. are the brothers. Well, Pixar and Disney always pulls a list talent oh, yeah. for their stuff. Um, and I mean, stuff. they're 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 already getting paid by Disney, so yeah, <laughs> they're already under contract. Right. Uh, but basically, it's um, a suburban fantasy world. Two teenage elf brothers embark on a quest to discover if there's still magic out there. Um, their father has died, and they've discovered something that will bring him back for a day. And then something goes wrong where they partly do the spell, and half their father's back, and then they have to find the rest of the magic to bring the rest of him back. Yeah. Huh? So... It's adventure, it's silliness, it's a bit of comedy, and ultimately it's going to be feel-good. It is Pixar. Yeah. You know, and it's about... At, at least the mom's not the dead one this time, let me tell you. Uh, right. <laughs> enough Pixar and Disney movies have dead moms in them that it's about time that dad's the dead one. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. But see, if it, but being Disney, if it was the mother dead, they wouldn't have tried to bring her back. See, yeah. This being yeah. dad, they Knowing had to bring him Disney. Back. Yeah, see, there you go. Sexism at work. <laughs> Dad's dead, we gotta bring him back. Everybody thought Disney was changing their ways. Mom's dead, we'll just be sad. <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have anything else for the six? I, I don't think I did. Yeah, that's what I'm looking just I'm double checking. I have both lists up now. Because <laughs> so, now we can yeah. get to the 13th. The 13th There's is when we get Bloodshot. That's yes. when we're getting Bloodshot, is on the 13th. Um, there's already been a trailer for it. Well, teaser, sneak peek kind of thing. So there will be more coming. Uh, if if you haven't heard, which we've talked about, so obviously you're <laughs> listening to us, uh, we, Bloodshot is the valiant character who is kind of like a, their version of the super soldier that is, uh, but he's got like nanites inside him to help with healing and strength and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And he gets sent on missions. Well, these nanites also control what he knows about the missions and what he knows about himself. And he gets reset after missions in in the movie version that they're doing. It stars Vin Diesel because Bloodshot's bald. Vin Diesel's bald. Let's make him the character. That's right. Uh, (laughs) That's how how they cast people. Hey, he needs another comic book character that's not a tree. (laughs) He needs a comic book character where he can actually be on screen. That's true. (laughs) Hey, the pay's the same. Exactly. The pay is probably less for Valiant. Um, he made he made better money being a tree. Um, <laughs> Easiest job he's ever had. Exactly. With only a few words. Um, but yeah, so Bloodshot is on the 13th. I don't have anything else for the 13th. I'm looking... A lot of dramas. Yeah, that's And why. romance. Yeah. Although, you can see um, Dave Bautista in My Spy. See, this I almost movie. put it down there because... I just mentioned because of Bautista, yeah. Yeah. Uh. So... Uh, but on the 20th is when we get A Quiet Place Part 2. Mm-hmm. So we've already talked about it. I don't think I need to talk about it again. Yeah. Um, I don't think there was anything else on the 20th, though. I'm not saying anything. Um, but March 27th, we have the the end of the quarter. We end with a very big one. Uh, from Disney, we get Mulan, the live-action version of the tale. And if you haven't seen the trailer, go see the trailer. Like, go mm-hmm. watch it. Just right now. Yeah. Go to YouTube, watch the trailer. It's... It is based on their movie, but it's based more on the original tales of Mulan and her adventures and and her fighting and, and etc. So you're not going to get Mushu, like it or not. You're not getting a little dragon. No. However, there is magic involved. 
because there is this witch. Yeah, they, it's almost like they took the anthropomorphic animal and switched it from the dragon to the hawk, which we do see in the movie. Yes, also. you you have you have her her turning into a hawk. You have the story of the phoenix, which phoenix is is a very significant symbol for the movie and for the culture, anyways, and for the story. So, mm-hmm. um, so you're still getting that aspect in it. You're you're definitely getting um, when you watch the trailer. If you're familiar with the movie Mulan or the original trailer for Mulan, you're getting some of those shots for sure. Yeah. Like there's unquestionably some of those shots in the trailer when she's having the makeup put on her. When you see um, the fighting forces training, like these are shots right from the animated version. Mm-hmm. But this is not a shot for shot like Beauty and the Beast was. Yeah, it's no. not that. So I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It looks. Pretty Vicky exciting. actually another one for just like she made me watch Newsies. She actually made me watch Mulan for the first time <laughs> in the last couple of weeks. So see, get that music in your head. <laughs> yeah, that, that's I still like music. I still like the ones before that a little bit more than those. But there was that there was that time at the very very end of the eighties, very early nineties that four movie run that just you couldn't beat with Disney. Mm-hmm. Starting with Little Mermaid and going through Beauty and the Beast and Lion King and Aladdin. And Her- there was just something special see, with those. See, mine is still Hercules from the modern ones. Hercules is like my favorite one. See, I, I've, I've seen. I love the music from Hercules. I, I will actually go to YouTube and play the music from Hercules every once in a while just to watch it. Um, and the other one on the 27th, which I have to mention because it sounded absolutely fantastic, is an animated one called The yes. Queen's Corgi. I saw that. Okay. Whoa. Now, the reason I'm mentioning this is because I'm going to make Kylan watch this with me. Huh? The British monarch's favorite dog gets lost from the palace and finds himself at a dog fight club. Oh, my God. <laughs> All you need to know, the corgi at a fight club. <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that's where the corgi in the video I was just watching. So I have not. It. He was taking okay, the... I, I haven't seen this trailer. <laughs> no, I haven't seen the trailer. I okay. just saw this listed and I was like, what is this about? And I looked and yeah, corgi at a fight club. And here's the weird thing. That's not the weird thing. This, here's the weird thing. Look up the cast. The first cast member listed uh-huh. is Rusty Shackelford. Who? Wait! Rush. Rusty Shackelford is the alias used by Dale Gribble on King of the Hill. Yes! But this is not an actor. If you click on the name on IMDb, a couple other movies come up, but nothing else about this person. And if you Google Rusty Shackelford, Dale Gribble comes up from King of the Hill. I don't know if it's going to be voiced by the dude, but that's what I'm saying. But yeah, Rusty Rusty Shackelford, Shackelford, a made-up name, is the first voice cast on that movie. Yeah, that's what Dale, whenever the police come up and they ask him, he says, Rusty his name is Rusty hmm. So that that's the one that threw me. That's why I was just like, okay, I'm listing this for Fight Club and Rusty Shackleford. This one, do you know? I don't remember. <laughs> I just closed the link. <laughs> But so. it's just, it just seems where it is, you know. Looks like we need an people. investigative report for this. Yes, I'm going to keep looking into this. Let me tell you. I'm going to find out what's so. going on. Uh, maybe as it gets closer. This is the end of March. Maybe as it gets closer, they'll reveal more. You know how IMDb is yeah. not always correct. Um, well, IMDb is crowdsourced. Yes. Many times. I mean, they do. the studios will correct it depending on what it is. Yes, and I will tell you, specifically from New Year's Day, IMDb does not list all the cast... So as not to give away things, because if you looked up that first episode of Doctor Who, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Not everybody's on it. There was a certain individual not on it. Well, what it is, well, IMDb doesn't list anything. It's usually the studio or someone, yeah. one of the PAs on the crew. Well, yeah, but I mean on all. the site. I'm not saying yeah. whether they do it or not. I'm just saying on the website, they did not even list this actor. Yeah. And if you went to his page on IMDb, Doctor Who was not listed yeah. on the page, but Dracula be was because he's also in the BBC Dracula from that just came out. So <laughs> I guarantee it's in there now. Yeah, it probably is. Well, I that's why a I lot of them check. will just have the actors' names and not their actual role. Yeah, which I was yeah. surprised they didn't even list his name. Like it's not like he's unknown. So it was kind of surprising it wasn't there at all. Rusty <laughs> but, uh, Shackleford. <laughs> Was it directed by Chuck Finley? No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Chuck Finley was uh, was the alias of um, oh gosh, what was the character in um, Burn Notice? Burn Notice. It was um, oh okay. It was uh, Bruce. What's his face? Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Campbell's Bruce character. Campbell. Yeah. That, that was his. Yeah. Uh, that, that was uh, he used that for everything. Like Veggie. Like no matter where he was. Oh hi, I'm yeah. Chuck Finley. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you're a CIA guy. You gotta have an alias. So that's well, what we he, got. He there's was a seal. There's, there's a difference. I thought he was CIA. No, no, the okay. other guy was CIA. There's plenty coming out after that, but of course this is our first quarter watch, so that's all you're getting for now. Yeah. So and like I said, there's plenty of stuff that we've seen over the last couple of weeks that we're, or last two months that we've not had time to talk about yet that we will be talking about coming up. We will. So be be ready. And maybe a couple <laughs> weeks after what most people are talking about it, but that means you'll be able to hear fresh ears again. <laughs> and you've had time to actually watch through it all, yeah. especially when it's a series, because I know there, there's a lot of podcasts out there that as soon as the series ends, they talk about it. We do that a lot of times. We do, but. That's really for stuff where you have like extreme fandoms and a lot of that, and um, but there are times when I know our listeners have not caught up to that, so yeah. they will skip an episode <laughs> if they know we're talking about it. <laughs> well, now you're being warned ahead of time. Watch see? Mandalorian and see Rise of Skywalker. Make sure you're done with Mandalorian. Make sure you're Get done it. with Watchmen. Make sure you're done with Witcher. <laughs> That's right. All that stuff is coming. It is coming soon to your podcast near you. <laughs> As I like trip over stuff. Yeah, so, so we got anything else before we wrap this up today? I'm done. Yeah, we've not done this in a couple weeks, so I'm like, yeah. getting tired already. It's been a couple weeks. <laughs> I'll have no voice by the end of this. Yes. So, guys, it's great to be with you again. It's been a while, so it feels like it's been forever. It does. It does. It really does. So, um, but if there's nothing else before we wrap this up, mm-hmm. what movies are you guys going to go see? Who's going to win these months? There's not much coming out, so it's not going to be difficult to choose. Unless we miss something. And what who is Rusty Shackleford? That's right. <laughs> someone, I need a, someone to give us an investigative report on Rusty Shackleford. Yes. And the Queen's Corgi. <laughs> That, did, that just sounds like fun. <laughs> Rusty Shackleford. I could be in a fight. Well, any of that that you want to talk to us about, get a hold of us at www.geekwatch1.com. Anywhere, everywhere, all social media, look up Geekwatch1. If you put Geekwatch1 into a search bar and don't find us, let us know. Miss Dawn will take care of that problem. I'll send Rusty after you. That's right. Also, you can email us, geekwatch1 at gmail.com. Now, send Miss Dawn emails. She wants people to talk to her. She gets bored sometimes. Yeah, right. I love people talking to me. <laughs> We're also proud members of the Tangibound and Weeby Geeks Networks at tangiboundnetwork.com and weebygeekspc.com. And so for Dawn and Kylan, Vicky, uh, Cassie, myself, and the Oddball Outpost, just remember... No matter where you go, there you are.